You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. Scorched Earth, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. Something good for ya. everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the something good for you podcast where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you i'm one of your two co-hosts alex stiff and sitting beside me as always is the one and only cap nun hey y'all what's up cap holy shit he's back for an episode i'm not booked on a a friday for once i know welcome back to the (laughs) welcome back to the cave man welcome back to the studio i know i'm back 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 in the the sand Underrated Aerosmith tune. I'm not gonna lie. And of course, we have convenient guest slash co-producer, executive what, what, producer. Okay, that's what you said last time. Chris Morrison. He is the dick wolf of this operation. Uh, it's badly. Yeah, you can put my fucking name at the end of it. <laughs> oh my executive god. Executive producer Chris Morrison. Fuck. Oh no. And uh, on that note, Chris, would you actually like to introduce our? fourth member of the yes, crew Yes, I'd like to welcome uh, Quinn to the Something Good For You podcast. How you doing? Uh, we met in West Virginia. He is part of uh, a good friend of ours, Mikey Black's uh, I don't band. Know. Who? Collective Insanity. Collective Who? Insanity. <laughs> oh, yeah, those yes. guys. Yep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we said he'd never be back. <laughs> I don't know this Michael... White, like, you were saying? Well, I know he hates when we use like cool terms like lit and bussin. Yes, <laughs> I know. Mikey lit up our group chat. Okay, so this is in response to literally our last episode. Um, <laughs> we, fast food. Yeah, we, we just decided we were going to rank fast food chains in awesome. an S to what D tier was it? S A B C D. Yeah, so we, we did that. And, and at one point, and it caught me off guard, especially, but you know, peek behind the curtain. We, we play young. Up, you know, arguments and humor sometimes on the show. So. I'm, I'm real about all my shit. <laughs> Chris is a real motherfucker, but you know, I'll, don't make Cap me get my band firm down. stances. But, but Cap knows how I'll fuck with them. And, and as soon as he said "bussin," I was on. I was like, "Whoa, motherfucker! What the fuck was that?" And Mikey was even like, "Dude, if you say bussin' again, I'm not listening." About five minutes later, he goes, "Unsubscribing, I'm listening." Oh <laughs> you know my what? god! You know what, Mikey? It's, if you're listening, it's still bussin'. Shut the fuck up! It's lit. It's lit whatever the kids say yeah and how is it that we have uh, a member of your amazing band on here before you're back on here to talk about your band i don't know (laughs) how did we how did we work that one out mikey (laughs) (laughs) honestly hey strange things happen stranger things stranger things have happened (laughs) now do you live here in charlotte quinn uh, close to it. About 30 minutes outside of here. Okay. Yeah, so about the same excuse Mikey would have. Yeah. <laughs> he only lives like 15 minutes from me. He's a, just further down. Yep, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to hear about uh, Rim Rocks, because I had to miss it this year. Well, well you could have made it. But I was booked. <laughs> we were, and then you we weren't were booked. booked. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last exactly. minute, fuck you, cancel it. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm my win. singer got like an upper respiratory infection, so I had to miss uh, Friday and Saturday. I mean, I was supposed to be playing that Friday, but that happened. And, yeah. I, was, uh, and I was texting uh, Mikey uh, after y'all had gotten through playing, and uh, videos were put online about how all of, where all of y'all are shirtless by the end of the set. It was hot as fuck. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I'm sure it was. it was hot as fuck, dude. And it made me think of this band called uh, Valiant Thor. I don't know if you've heard of them, but uh, I, I've seen the name before. But if you ever seen a, a photo of them playing live, they're all either just wearing like uh, denim vests or just no shirts at all. Yeah, honestly, no shirts the best way to go. I feel like that's a new trend that needs to take uh-huh. off. And, and these are all <laughs> and these are all like 40, 50 plus year old dudes too. It, it just it works. <laughs> it just works. And fuck it. I may, not, right. I may not go. Them. I may not go just <laughs> straight up no shirt but that's why i like the dress shirt on stage because after all you just pop, 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 pop. all of a sudden boom. thinner material too yeah, yeah yeah it's a lot thinner it's a little bit more flowy and then midway through the set you just pop that some bitch down and it's like bam now i don't have to worry about looking like a fool taking my shirt off it was because i look like a fool when i take my shirt off it was, <laughs> some, some people do it really gracefully i'm just i look like a child being birthed See, like, I, I, I was gonna get his left and right arm behind his head. Especially when it's oh, all no. sticky he's and all, sweaty. He's, he's losing like, balance. He's suffocating. He's suffocating. Yes. Somebody needs to stop it. Yes, they do. <laughs> Especially when it's like dripping sweat. And it's just like, it's the hardest fucking thing to take off. So no, if anything, that that was just an easy choice for, ooh, when it gets hot, I can just... Yeah, yeah. It's, just so, <laughs> it's just so fucking hot. The milestone with they don't when they don't have air conditioning anymore. But the rim is about close in the dead of summer. I agree. I mean, there's, still, there's no fan. humidity though. Is there like no humidity? Was there oh, not the, any over the weekend? No, nah, we caught some humidity because it rained. It wasn't oh, okay. as bad as here though in terms of oh, how God, bad no. the humidity was. Like the minute we came back here, we knew we were back home. If that makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Yep. You just get out. You feel disgusting. The minute <laughs> you get out of the fucking car. Oh yes. Just, when I left, when I left Thursday morning, and get, this is no shit. It was 85 degrees. Mm-hmm. And it's seven o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got up there and it was ten degrees fucking colder. Yep. And I'm just like seventy cool seventy five, drinking on a porch. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's yeah. that's, that's yeah. the greatest mm-hmm. thing about um that spot up there at the rim in West Virginia is like, you know, we've we've played a show there, woken up the next morning having some coffee. I've looked out the window and went, Uh, it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> just, and they're just like, Yep, oh yeah, yeah, it's snowing. Brad's walking out in like flip flops and shorts, <laughs> tank tops. Good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the funniest thing was when we got there. It was kind of like the dead of night. We decided to leave Thursday night mm-hmm. and uh, get yeah, there. Yeah, I tried Friday to stay morning. up to let you guys in, and I'm just like, it's three thirty, it's four. I'm done. I'm tapping out. I'm <laughs> tapping let me guess at four fifteen. Nope. Get fucked. Go around back. <laughs> it, it was it was hysterical though because we also we. Uh, the rest of us, so, uh, Mikey, myself, uh, Richard, and Braden were all waiting in the woods mm-hmm. for everybody else to pull up. And the minute they pulled up, we were trying to scare them. But all of a sudden, like uh, Dylan, our uh, samples guy, just straight up goes, is that Quinn out there? I just go, yeah. They all fucking started busting out laughing. <laughs> that would have been like that principal moment. Conklin! <laughs> now, what was your thought when you first pulled into the driveway? Because we played with the Night Talkers that following Sunday. And they were uh, the guy, uh, the lead singer in that band, Elliot Pride, said something uh, along the lines of how they felt like it was in the middle of that movie, The Green Room, 
when they pulled up to the driveway. <laughs> you know what? Nazis. When you say <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you say it like that, no, <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Um, like the the first time the we same pulled demographic. up, this was a, or a second. <laughs> oh, time. that's right, y'all played up there before. So the first time it was kind of interesting because I was just watching the scenery the whole time going up there. You know, my first time going on a road trip, I like to just check out like what it's going to look like where i'm going yeah and i at one point i was going there's like nothing out here where are we (laughs) and then all of a sudden we just cut off onto this dirt road and then it starts turning into a gravel road we pull up and there's just this house in the middle of the woods it's like pristine that that shit's beautiful to look at when you're pulling up in the holler yeah i I was like are we gonna make it home (laughs) that's literally the last house on the left if i I had stayed awake no. <laughs> no. No, I'd be that guy from the green room. Hello in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. It'd be really cool if you came out of the goddamn vehicle. It's like the and w- then a chainsaw riff. <laughs> you guys like Jackal? Oh, yeah. That's the way we like it. <laughs> Oh, no. But no, one problem I have, the the biggest problem I have with that movie, The Green Room, not to go on a tangent, but was uh, how uh, they're like, we don't use social media, but if they just did one Facebook search on this venue, they would have realized what the fuck they were getting into. You indie dumbasses deserved all this. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we're not, it's like, we're real rock and roll. We don't use social media. Is that kind of yeah? <laughs> Go up to a place called Mind Bar, and you're like, "Yeah, there's no racists here." Yeah, <laughs> totally, to- totally fine. You know, oh, the, be good. We've heard the Mind Comfy good. Chair Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last they played chair metal. <laughs> Last chair banging. Last band said the turnout was great, though. <laughs> I really hope someone catches my chair metal reference and knows what it means. <laughs> I feel like Cap doesn't even remember. No, what I remember. Means. Okay, <laughs> it's just the way you were looking. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a whole thing. Hey, was that, that was that the first time you were up there? What when I met you or yeah, when, the rim second time. That was the second time. Second time, yeah. First time, uh, it was just us traveling up there in a van that we rented. Okay, nice. That's the yeah, way but to that do was, it. That, yeah, it was no, a lot of fun. Rim, rim rocks is a completely separate ordeal, though. Yeah. Like that. That's a. That's literally just a two-day party. Cause I, we we did a review retrospective morning after I think mm-hmm. something something along those lines uh, when we did the Rim Rocks uh, and God, it's just nutty. So yeah, so Chris wound up going on up, and if you uh, look at the photos, I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll even be the uh, the photo of uh, this week's episode. We get bandana, Chris. Yeah, so I wore a bandana, <laughs> drank all day, smoked all night, and told people some weird fucking stories by a campfire. <laughs> <laughs> and taught some kids about drug use and why it's cool. <laughs> See, dude, that's what kids... happens. I would, I would shout out to uh, Travis and Desire, Brad and Amy, saying, oh, "Do man. not leave me with your fucking kids again." Oh, <laughs> I, told... I will give them life advice that will scar them. I, I felt so bad. They looked so scared. They were. I they just were... was standing there, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Their pupils are like dilated. They're like, <gasps> now, "Did you one... give them drugs?" While no, them no. Advice? I got in their face a little bit, and was like, "Are you even drinking?" You want that shit? You want that shit, boy? And I turned to tell like a Boston cop, get out the goddamn car. Like, what the were... fuck is this? And pull out my bag of coke. What the fuck is this? Oh my god! Did you, now, did you tell him all about that sherm? I did. I tried. And then one was like, "What sherm?" I'm like, "Don't talk to me." <laughs> that that was the highlight. So last, so just a recap, uh, quid last last time we went to to Rim Rocks, uh, their drummer and me had this constant joke about sherm, which is a which is a 
which is like a life surgery drug you put in your ear or eyes. And, <laughs> oh, no. You see the devil so when you do Sherm, apparently. You met, you met Rob, who put up the TP. Yeah. Yeah, so he had the TP last year, and we were all bullshit, and I was telling all those kids about different types of drugs and oh all this shit. God. We were talking about Native Americans. We were talking about all kinds of shit. And I ran down to the, to the house, and they were all sitting inside, sitting on the couch, and I'm like, dude... Could have been in the teepee doing Sherm. <laughs> so what the fuck is Sherm? And he's just like, God damn it, dude, with the fucking Sherm again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been watching Snowfall a lot. I don't know if you actually, did, you, uh, did you have a chance to go inside the tent? I did not. The I, I saw the photos from the inside, but I didn't go dude, there's in. There's a lot of fucking room in that thing when you put it up. Because when I got there Thursday, uh, was it Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday or Friday. Yeah, Friday he put it up. <laughs> and like, God damn, dude, that thing's still a bitch to put up. Like, I was going to say, you, you were telling me that uh, that tent was put up and then like a bigger one was put up. So he had his TP, the big one. Yeah. And then he set up Sorry, a second, he put up a secondary TP, which is smaller, which is actually made with like camping rods and shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody had tents. Everybody had everything. I actually slept on the couch on the side of the house for every day. <laughs> I, I rotated. I went from sleeping on the couch to then sleeping or... Was I on the couch? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I crashed no, in the garage I, one night. That was nice. <laughs> no, crashed on the couch the first night. Second night, I crashed actually in the uh, um, tent that Mikey and I had put up because he was inside. Decided to go sleep on the recliner, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna take his bed." <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> no, anytime they had those outdoor camping things, I was just like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." Yeah. And it's like, even if it meant like finding a small corner of the floor, I'm like, "I'm taking this." Yeah. I'm no city greater than no, central. Air. Air. I'm, like, I'm not sleeping outside. It wasn't bad. We uh, found a decent tent, decent yeah. sized tent, uh, cheap. Like I think it was like only hundred. Well, it wasn't bucks. like that glamping tent. No, no. truck stop put up. Jesus oh my god. What, what what's a glamping? That tent? shit looked like they were it going. It had a kitchenette. It yeah. had what? five bedrooms. Yes. <laughs> it had a second story. Yeah, I don't know. Had a landlord. I'll tell you this: it was hard as fuck to put up because me and Mikey, me and Mikey, sat in the pool and watched these motherfuckers do it. We'll tell you this: everywhere they go, they had to pay a property tax for that state. <laughs> it was fucking Damn. big, dude. It was because they had a they had a, a, a canopy. They had put up outside of it, which was part of it, where they did their uh, merch. Yeah. And they had like two racks of clothes, a table, yeah. all their CDs and stuff and Dude. album stuff. And then they had like a... That's awesome. Like it was like area to sit out and bullshit. It was like your vacation home on the road. Yeah. Wow. It had like five... It was shaped like a cross. It okay. was shaped like this. And you had a room here, a room here, outside area, room, room. So like five rooms. Right. In an outside area. It, it was... It was a bougie fucking yeah. tent. That sounds like something Tony they had, would... They had like mattresses and shit in there. Yeah, like, dude, it was awesome. That sounds like something Tony would set up at like Steel of Motion or something like yeah. that at a, at a car show festival. Yeah, so like, <laughs> you guys had perched up actually in the farthest I've ever seen somebody post up at. Uh, your band did. That's so far back in the woods. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I kept walking. I was walking up there that night and I was just like, God damn, you guys picked the very back. I don't even think this is Brad's property anymore. This <laughs> ain't Brad's. This ain't Brad's. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, it was like right behind us, there was looked like what would be like a trash dump because there was like mm. pieces of bottles and shit. It yeah. was like glass and like plastic all thrown back there. But that was sectioned that's all. That's from all the bands. Was like, yeah, that's right. from all the other bands probably. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was silent. It wasn't like... There was cryptids in the woods, thankfully. Well, uh, what's her name? Uh, old boy's girlfriend kept saying, don't say Wendigo out loud. <laughs> she was oh, telling yeah. me, say, don't say Wendigo, Skinwalker, or uh, Mothman out loud because she thought that they were going to come for her. And but, all of that actually has created something possibly in the works, which is part of the reason I wanted you to introduce Quinn. So so what, 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 what happened with all this cryptid talk? It seems like something really got sparked. So 
I met Quinn mm-hmm. a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and we had gone on a tangent. Uh, we actually sat. Everybody else was doing their own thing. No bands were playing. Nobody was practicing. Just mm-hmm. us in the in the, in the uh, bar. basement bar. Right. Yeah. 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 At the basement bar. Everyone's just walking around bullshitting. Some people are cleaning. Some people are just drinking. And me and him go on a wild tangent about conspiracies, mm-hmm. cryptids, and the social political nations in a circle. Yes. <laughs> and I was explaining my theory of how political spectrum goes in a circle and not a straight line. Right. <laughs> And that's how we formed our new uh, podcast series that'll be coming out soon. Yes. Um, Conspiracies with Chris. I have not made a title. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not the same one you were telling me earlier about Carolina Cryptic Conspiracies. Carolina Conspiracy. I can't remember the title. He's, he's got a Review. unique artistic vision. It changes yeah. names every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. To ser- <laughs> how, how about, that's the ultimate conspiracy, the real name of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Spiracy. Yeah, Chris oh, Chris Spiracy. Me and Alex have talked about doing the opening of uh, Out My Back Door by CCR. Because <laughs> it's just a batshit fucking crazy song of paranoia. Yeah, really. <laughs> he's like, burr, burr, get out my back door. Let me tell you about the Manson family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, um, me and, uh, me and Cap, if some of you already heard, because um, I told Quinn about it when uh, we were walking around that uh, we had did a cryptid podcast on Bigfoot and Loch Ness. Mikey was all part of it, uh, and I invited Quinn to be part of that. And I think we did a really good episode uh, to intro uh, conspiracies, and I hope everyone listens to it. I really did a couple shout-outs to a couple people, especially Alex and his hate for my Nazi speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because it always just circles back to it somehow. Because I did not create Nazis and I did not create Adidas. Even okay. when you're not talking about conspiracies, though, somehow the conversation wraps back to that. Seven degrees to Nazi? Yeah. yeah. yeah with Chris can, Morrison. Dude, if I could create that, that fucking tabletop game, I'd be the shit. Oh, my God. How do lava lamps go to Nazis? Oh, God, a fucking story for you. <laughs> He, he materializes out of the game board. It's like Jumanji. Oh my god, yes. It's Show like Jumanji, Jumanji, but meets Star Wars technology. Yeah. He's like a yes. hologram. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Is that what the new one's about? I haven't yeah. seen the new one. The so, new ones are really good. So I think we did a pretty solid episode, and like I said, we'll hear it later on. Yeah. Um, but no, but so, it'll be so more, it'll wind up being a new show, kind of like yes. conspiracies, cryptids, all yes. of the above. So we'll keep the cryptid one going. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll also have a separate one for just for conspiracies. Yeah. And I think that, you know, entertainment value across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it'll be lumped under a new yep. little feed. Those two little side shows lumped yep. under a new feed, under a new name that kind of encompasses both. A new that category way. for the Discord? Yeah, there new category go. for the Discord. And anyone on the Discord who responds, come here and tell it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> you and Tyler. Tell me, tell me Tyler better get his Anunnaki-loving ass over here. <laughs> and tell me that same thing he told me about windmills, and I'm just going to be like jabbing the fuck out of that motherfucker the whole day. No, it was... Uh, we did. This we tried to do Hootie one. Motherfucker. I tried to do one with them that one time in Atlanta, but that wound up being more of a roast than anything. Because we <laughs> oh were, God! That's what it's going to be. You heard that episode, Chris? No, but I'll, 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 have I'll to roast that it. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can find it because uh, iTunes does uh, keyword searches. But no, yeah. So new conspiracy and a cryptid type show coming to the Something Good Network. Just adding to the damn network, y'all. And it'll help me not going off on a tangent. 
on the something good for you is in the couch potatoes and we're talking about thor love and thunder or marvel or spider man <laughs> spider man spider did y'all get into like uh like skinwalker ranch and all that too uh, we'll that'll be part of the cryptid ones uh, yeah, we are the next one's... episode uh if you're listening to this if it comes out later uh we'll be doing the wendigo yeah uh, me quinn and cap will be speaking about the wendigo Don't say that too loud yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God forbid. Somebody else. In downtown Charlotte, the Wendigo's coming. Holy shit. Is that like a new app delivery service? Wendigo? I, I, I it sounds like it should it's be. It's just a Wendy's only. Yes. Yes. Wendigo. Wendy's go. And it's just a giant, like, skinny, white, banshee looking creature. With like, I got your fucking double. With, I got your double tails. Stack. Would you oh like a God. baked potato? <laughs> All right, Chris. So the episode you want is episode 99. The assertion of multiple fingers is a complex nuance. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who gave us that title. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Dude, I forget about I half bl- the shit I say <laughs> in these fucking episodes. That's why I keep listening to them. <laughs> I, was, I was throwing all these like five dollar words just on like stony brain mode after recording one day. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, and I, I, was, I support it. Yeah, one was the assertion of multiple fingers as a complex nuance. And that's episode 91. So if you want to hear uh, us good roasting as- uh, Tyler uh, from the Cyberdelics, then at the time the Dirt Preachers. Uh, yeah, that's a fun is one. I think Mikey's as- with us on that one, too. Is it as good as uh, Euro Frittata? I don't know about that. No, no, no that, that, that's, that's, was fun. That, that's still a good, that's that's good. Still a good moment. Go back and listen to that one. <laughs> that, that deserves a re-release, like Morbius. <laughs> a revisit, a revisit. They go yeah. back, but um, no. So, like, when you guys showed up um, on what day? You guys showed up Thursday night, right? Yeah, Thursday night, going into Friday morning. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Because yeah, like, I woke up and uh, that's when everybody else was like. Where's the food? <laughs> I, I still couldn't believe my lead singer, uh, Brayden. He, he was sleeping on the uh, the floor. He was mm-hmm. fine. Like, he was in no pain, but he yeah. was just passed out on the floor for a little bit, like, till, like, 12, 1 o'clock. Yeah. No, it was actually, like, food-wise, it was actually uh, pretty light on my yeah. end. I yeah. didn't have to uh, do as much as I thought. Uh, Travis really pulled it out. Nice. Um, and everybody like Travis the, whipped it out at the rim. He whipped it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it happens. <laughs> a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> He's my size, but like goddamn. <laughs> oh my god. No, nobody told you your gravy sucks or anything. You heard all about that. So funny story about motherfucking gravy. Bear, again. 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 Um, I was gonna say we can't just retell Devin's story again. We no. told that one already. So, does this one involve Devin? <laughs> So Saturday morning hits and I'm I'm wide awake. I'm scrambling. Uh, so Buddha, shout out to Buddha for bringing me nine dozen eggs, <laughs> which averages out to over I think. When it, uh, That's all hen house. Yeah, and they're all they're all natural eggs too. They're not the fucking store bought. No, nah, these were all brown eggs. Well, I'm, I'm cracking eighteen eggs at a time <laughs> and putting them in there, whipping them up. I got the meat going. We kept it kind of light. I just did pancakes, eggs, sausage. Kept it, did pork chops, breakfast chops, because I brought a uh, pork tenderloin about three feet Ooh, long. Ooh, very nice. And, uh, it was the night before I did uh, stuffed pork chops for Brad and them. Stuffed pork uh, heavy. Uh, I think he, did you grab one? Yeah, I actually uh, ate one of those for breakfast. It was like uh, stuffed pork with, uh, what kind of cheese did you use? Uh, cottage cheese and feta. Ooh. That was actually really good. The feta really made that, man. Yeah, I give it to vegetarians all the time. Or vegans. <laughs> vegans, I give it to vegans all the time. That's, it's my evil deed for the day. That bacon grease. <laughs> Oops. They'll never know. But when I get there, when I get there um, I'm dropping off, because I brought a lot of meat. I brought about 40 pounds of meat. Um, 
I gave it all to Travis because he now lives closer to Brad and he had to smoke her at home. Okay, cool. No big deal. One less thing to worry about. He's got this. Um, I walk into the kitchen and I see a jumbo can of gravy. <laughs> and I mean, you know, the big, big, the biggest can you can buy yeah. of fucking gravy. And I'm just like, fucking solid. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> fucking thank you. <laughs> but going back to the batter and the pancakes. Uh, instead of someone pouring raw pancake batter over a biscuit and saying, man, this gravy sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> hanging out with Quinn and his band. Uh, Collective Insanity. Collective Insanity. Name drops. You got to do drop. name drops. <laughs> name drops. Uh, I had been smoking a little bit. I had been drinking a lot more. And then uh, old boy hands me an edible as a Rice Krispie treat about the size between a golf ball and a tennis ball. Yeah. <laughs> and my ass decides to eat half of it. He just, split just it. Just to see. Just he to split see. it. Yeah. That, that was really cool. And like all of a sudden, he's just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got... I crash out at like three in the morning. I'm done. Fucking Saturday night. I'm done. Sunday morning coming down. Yeah. Um, you throw I got your this fucked up dirty shirt. I got this <laughs> fucked up heady high. And I'm just like, I'm done. I don't want to talk to no one. And then I hear some, ching, 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 you know, some spatulas moving. And I'm just like, fuck, what time is it? And it looks like nine 30. I'm like, fuck, I should have got up an hour earlier. And, I'm awake, but I just don't. I'm not moving. I'm pretending to be asleep. I'm, just like, I'm like camo awesome. in the couch. Ca- I'm like camo in the couch. Like don't move, and they can't see you. Like a T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're acting like my bearded dragon at this point. <laughs> Rockstar's eyesight is based on movement. Yes. <laughs> Get to running serpentine patterns. Serpentine. Serpentine. <laughs> it depends. Some motherfuckers be like, "Hey, bitch, wake up!" But the, the night, the uh, the night talkers, they were in the garage along with a few other people. And Amy comes up to the couch and leans over. And you know how far, you know, those women, if they lean, they fall. <laughs> they're five foot tall. So she grabs her step stool, yeah. leans over the couch. This is, the same, this is the same woman who asked me, hey, can you get those things out of the washing machine so I don't have to get a ladder? <laughs> so she don't fall into the washing machine? Yeah, she's about Tom Cruise's height. Yeah. <laughs> love you, Amy. Oh, we love Amy and Brad. They, they know, know we this. say this. They know love. Course. But, uh... Amy's like, can you help Brad? And I'm just like, what the fuck is Brad doing? Is he trying to cook outside? Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. Okay, let me, no. let me get up. Let me get up. No. And I, I have the most, like, heady high. I could not feel my brain. Like, like I've never thought so slowly. <laughs> First thing like, in the morning, too. Mainly, I'm a fucking rocket ship constantly during the day. The things I think about are just awful. <laughs> I watch people cry on YouTube. <laughs> it's fantastic. He, he just hated the world for a period of time. That's why he was avoiding talking to people. <laughs> but I go out there. My vision is shot. And I look at the at the what things the things he made. Right. <laughs> the pancakes. And there were these little burnt things. And I'm just like, I got this. I grab a ladle. And I start one, two, three, four, five, six, out the gate, bam, done. And I'm just like, flip, 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 flip. Here you go. <laughs> and the guys from Night Talkers just looking at me like, God damn, that was fast. <laughs> I'm just like, 
do you want more? <laughs> do you want me to, like, do, oh. you, do you want an omelet? Because I could do an omelet. And I'm just like, I'm not doing a fucking omelet. If he says it, I'll be like, I'm fucking lying. <laughs> I was kidding. You weren't You're supposed to say yes. You're lucky you're getting yes. fucking bread. <laughs> yeah, so, that, uh, so we'll jump back to uh, the rim, and we'll talk, of course, a little bit of collective sanity after that. But just to connect up to those stories, um, Cap and I had an acoustic show the following day mm-hmm. with the Night Talkers at the Milestone here in Charlotte. Uh, so, of course, you know, when Elliot comes walking up, we're like, hey, man, you know, good to meet you, yada, yada, because we had all been Facebook friends for, like, for so and Instagram pandemic. friends. <laughs> yeah, Facebook and Instagram friends for longest time, and finally, it's like, all three of us were like, oh, shit. It's, it's like, finally, we get to see you in person. <laughs> yeah, really. So, uh, we were chatting, and we asked him, he was like, you know, so what'd you think of the rim? And he was like, and, you know, of course, you know, he's like, oh, we weren't sure at first, and it was fun, and, you know, yeah, 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 he gets the whole rundown, basically, yeah. like, what we've said a million times. And, um, we kind of asked a leading question because we didn't know how much Chris or anyone had really talked to night talkers and especially gave them information that like Chris is my roommate and we do podcasts together and all that shit. So Oscar's kind of asking leading questions being like, you know, what did you think of the food? <laughs> and they're like, oh, man. The uh, the guy that cooks up there, uh, and he's got the, the rim apron, and we were like, Chris? He's like, yeah, yeah, Chris. Man, he was feeling rough that second day, man. I mean, Brad, Brad was having problems on the grill, and like, um, uh, a- a- Amy, yeah, Amy went in there, and she was like, you know, she woke him up, and he just, he walked in there, didn't really say anything, he just looked at everything and went, Ladle. <laughs> oh my god! He was like half blind too. Because- yeah, they said he was like doing it half blind. He was like barely looking at it. Yeah, you could face- walk enough. You could do this with no vision. <laughs> I was in a mental fog, but that's where I harness my power. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I just thought that was funny. Like we were getting like literally the next day, and he was just, and we were like, okay, yeah, that's that's like our best friend, and like you know, he's like my roommate. Shit, he's like, oh fuck, okay, cool, yeah, no, he was cool. <laughs> you should have been here two nights ago when I was here. I made some pancakes, and I looked in the fridge, and we didn't have syrup. And I slammed that fucking door so hard. I'm like, God, fucking damn it! <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I worked this fucking hard. And I was just like, look at all, look at all loud. I'm just like, I can make my own goddamn sir. Fuck. <laughs> Did you? No. I will not be defeated. The bad no, thing is, I'm the same. I'm like a bougie asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you were trying to go so basic with it, didn't have that, and you're like, fuck it, I'll go bougie. Yeah. <laughs> There's some crepes with cheese. I'm lying to myself. That's what this is. Yeah. I'm lying <laughs> to myself. This, this kitchen will not defeat me. <laughs> but yeah, so Rim was a two-day. Uh, Rim Rocks 2022 was a two-day festival, uh, July 15th and 16th. Even though I wasn't there, I got to do all the fun artwork and promo pieces for it all. So I'm actually looking at the flyer here. Look so great. Y'all, thank you. you yeah, man, look a, great. I really like what you, you did. You need to do a uh, Rimrocks 2.0 uh, t-shirt design that says Satanic Panic with like a red X over it and like shapeshifter. <laughs> I know because that's the thing. Brad, it's like, you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm sure Brad won't care on this, but it's like up to the last minute for sending these shirts off to get printed. We were changing lineups. We were shifting bands around. Do they oh, go on wow. Friday? Do these guys go on Saturday? What do we do? How do we level it out? Nine times out of ten, I was like, Brad, this is your festival. You do whatever you want to. You just tell me what to do and I'm just going to make the design. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is... you, you decide. He's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> he, was, not... he really just wanted someone else to decide. And I'm like, no, Brad, it's your festival. He's like, okay. Next year, you just the next year, don't even don't even worry about what what the lineup looks like. Just put all the fucking bands that played yeah. on the fucking shirt. Yeah, that's all you got to do. And yeah. each year you can add if a new band plays. Like you know you can kind of keep this uh, aesthetic to it. Right. The, the, the shirts I got, the shirts I mean, I got from Brad. 
uh, and I gave one to Alex and Cap. They turned mm-hmm. out fucking perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I thought they. I, I liked them. Uh, the first year's design was really cool. I had fun making that one, but this year's. I liked it a lot more. Yeah. I thought I had a cooler vibe. But yeah, so you had the Grim Sins, uh, Royal Honey, uh, Collective Insanity, uh, Truck Stop, and Rory Kelly all on Friday. I caught your Birch people slipping. Uh, I will say oh, this. I no. will say this. So they played <laughs> that night. Um, I walked back in. Uh, I was going to buy a shirt. Right. So I was like, hey, big guy, you got a big shirt. Like we got two weeks. I'm like, ah, that's it. Nah, I can't do it. You got any sticker CDs? No. Okay. Later that night, they're all chilling. You guys are all chilling up there at the top of the hill. I walk in. I walk by. Scared the shit out of one of them. <laughs> and she's you remember like, which one? The little one. <laughs> the little. That's specific. <laughs> uh, the one that kept telling me not to say Wendigo. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Mikhail. That's uh, yeah. that's uh, Braden's girlfriend. Anyway. Uh, I was sitting there just bullshit with you guys, and she's like, "Hey, this big guy came up asking for a shirt. We didn't have any. I'm not saying anything. I'm just looking at her like, that's me. <laughs> I'm the, the one big, that said that. I'm <laughs> the big guy. <laughs> because I just told him, I was like, I know Mikey. I'll have him order me one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, God, you guys are fucking done, huh? <laughs> I'm out there, but damn. You guys are done. I was gonna say I have been extremely off my ass, both mentally or physically, whatever. But as soon as I hear commerce, my ass snaps too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Did you did you see the Grim Sins play? I did not. They uh, they were all right. Uh, they were actually from West Virginia. They they're a local band. Were they the uh, actually were they Young the group guys. that were younger guys? Uh, guitarist looked like he was just very out of place. He looked like Ronnie Van Zant a little bit, like huh? really skinny. Had a had a had a hat. The, oh no! The no. He had that frilly shirt on the frilly white shirt. Yes, never mind. Uh, now I remember. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I yeah. as soon as I heard the shirt, yeah, I was like, "Man, you look like a fancy Ronnie Van Zant." <laughs> Did you fight your way to the top? And that's like, <laughs> that was, it, that's Ronald Van Zant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ronald Van, and then space Zant. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you must forgive me. That was my birthday weekend as well, so some details are yes. a little hazy. Yeah, it was a happy birthday oh, on happy that. Oh, birthday, nice. man. I even let Amy make you a cake. <laughs> I let Amy make you a cake. She broke out the box cake. I'm like, what are you doing, Amy? What are you doing? Because she, she makes cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this came like, at her like, how? I'm just like, do you want me to make one? She's like, no, I got this. And I'm just like, okay, I'll make my own. And I'm just like, I look so at her cool. like, I can, I'll make one. I'll and just then see. we'll ask who likes it. We'll do a blind taste oh, test. God. Thanks again, Amy. <laughs> that great West Virginia Happy birthday off. to Quinn slash Cooper, whoever the fuck sees them first. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, Amy, Amy can't tell Quinn from Cooper, her own son, from a guy from Charlotte. It's a hair. I'm getting a phone call from Vietnam. Answer. answer don't answer. They'll, oh, they'll record your oh, voice. I still remember. I, I still remember the time that uh, my lead singer and I prank called you. Do, do you do you recall the love boat calls? The love boat calls. On this something is, good for you? No, 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 no. Uh, um, like, there was a series of prank calls that had happened to you uh-huh. in regards to somebody going, you've won two free tickets to The Love Boat. I vaguely remember that. There, the, the only one I really remember, and I found out later on, it was one of my coworkers at the time. Uh, they kept leaving voicemails about, like, big black cocks. No, see, it was... Uh, That's the one I distinctly remember. <laughs> okay. My lead singer and I, we... we uh, this was years ago. This yeah, way yeah, before. yeah. And we were prank calling you because, like, you were the only person that had answered. And, like, I was just thinking about this the other day. We were talking about this because how fucking funny it right, was. Right, right, right. 
and uh, we just kept, we brought this old, like, Yamaha keyboard and just started hitting one of the fucking backing tracks, and it had this, like, tropical samba kind of sound to it, and we were just fucking calling this guy, like, three times, like, actually more than that, it was, like, five, and at one point, I'm just busting out laughing, my face is just beat red, yeah. I'm wheezing at this point, and, like, the funniest thing is that he kept fucking answering and just going... <laughs> Uh, how did I win these tickets? Like, asking us fucking questions. Yeah, that sounds like some shit I'd do, and that's why I'm sitting here going, because I'm vaguely remembering that, and I'm trying to remember if I was annoyed or just trying to figure out who the hell was doing those. Well, Brayden came up to you uh, at one of your shows at Skylark, I think it was. Yeah. uh, And even was just like, uh, was explaining the story to you. And or like you want a free ticket to the love boat. It was some uh-huh. phrase that he yeah, used yeah, yeah. that caught you off. That you were like, wait a minute, it was you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was me and him at that time. Was that the- that was probably one of those moments. As soon as I went, that was you, and immediately went <laughs> straight out my brain. <laughs> Because at that point, I'm it was like... Re-piecing. I'm good at repiecing. I'm good at repiecing. Yes, but it's like, it actually started coming back to me. But no, it's like, I there, there's just so much shit that happens, especially... Like what Chris said, he's like, I don't remember half the shit I say on this podcast. Oh, yeah, good no, Lord, I there, feel that. There, there no, was a dude, good yeah. like chunk of time. I don't remember like teeny tiny details i remember the broad strokes <laughs> but i'm glad hey but i'm glad i was able to provide a little bit of humor in that situation because it's like most of the time when people talk about me they're like oh yeah you remember this time yada yada so on and so forth i'm like yeah you're like you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i'm used to hearing that so hey, no that I, shit I, was that shit was just so fucking funny I, yeah. I like dude i i i'm just i didn't even know you then and i was just going along with it and we were just and i think that's what made it so good though if we had known each other I would have probably been able to piece it together and been like, oh, this is Quinn. Click. Yeah. But it's like, I, uh, okay, no, I'm actually slowly remembering this. This probably had to be around 2015. Yeah. Around there. Around 2014, 2015. Yep. Because that's exactly, yep. I was exactly going to say that because right around that time, we were also hanging out with this band called The Stems. And they were a younger group of kids. And God, it would, the you remember the stems? Oh, yeah. The stems. <laughs> there you go. And so it's like, it would have not been like beneath them to like make prank calls. Oh, yeah. So I think like a part of me in the back of my head was going, like, Is this Brian or is this Ryan? You know, the entire time trying to do it. So I think, for, so it's like ultra props though for it being a situation yeah. of I didn't even know you. Because yeah. that's the ultimate prank. Because yeah. now I'm pestering all my friends and they just. <laughs> Genuinely didn't do it. <laughs> it's like God knows how many times I asked Mikey, but like Mikey, were you really doing that? He's like, no, dude, I really wasn't. But like, no, seriously, were you fucking doing that? <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny, dude. Like, it, I, I love how it turned into a whole conspiracy. Like, it was like a Roman. There's an episode for you guys. <laughs> prank calls the prank call conspiracy trying to hunt down whoever prank called yeah <laughs> it's still an unsolved case damn it <laughs> oh man but that now, was a fun uh, time were you, were you with us when we were trying to play bocce ball no but I, I was actually on the back porch watching yeah so uh, you lurker <laughs> so so what are, the, what are those Sean Coe's guys from Betrayed by the Bullet mm-hmm. uh, we were he said he had this Olympic set of bocce balls and I'm just like that sounds gay as fuck <laughs> and I never played bocce ball before but what it is it's you get these concrete balls that are multicolored and you get mm-hmm. two and you get a small one that's like a ping pong so ball so you got 
balls two big giant creep. balls in my hands. Yes. Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I got two cork nuts in my hands. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but what you do is the person, he, he throws the white ball and you got to get yours closest to the white ball. Oh, uh, okay. Right? And now these are heavy as fuck. So if you throw them high in the air, they don't really bounce. They just kind of... They pop and then yeah. they move. So it's like, it's like playing, you know, golf a little bit, but right. you, you're using your arms. And I'm doing really good at this. And I'm not supposed to be, apparently. Uh, According to who? The guy who owned them. Because he's a big, of course. He, he's built like a brick shit house, right? He is. He is. And so was the guy who had the stuff. Um, now they got Leon or Leo. Um, anyway, we're playing this fucking game and we're moving constantly around people's campsites. We're in the woods. We're deep in the woods. Then we're in the in the area and then we're like people are playing like ultimate fucking frisbee or so, some shit outside yeah. so you gotta play where the balls land and everything yeah you gotta play where the white okay. ball lands so it it's a hill it rolls down and you're right. just like fuck <laughs> I gotta throw uphill and hope I get close right well I win and the guy kind of just like looks at me I'm just like cool so okay that was fun he's like you're not gonna play again no I mastered the game what the fuck do I want to play again <laughs> I'm good <laughs> it's like they had, to, he had told us like, like these things are heavy as fuck and they're basically made of concrete almost yeah and he said try not to hit a ball coming down dude I hit one coming down and I heard it oh shit it sounded about not like that, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah not as wiry nice. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. like you hear a rock hit something yeah I'm oh, just shit. like well I broke that <laughs> that's too bad huh <laughs> Whoops. What are you going to do? And I then, uh, <laughs> You don't know what's going to happen with Bandana Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows I don't like beer. Yeah. But Rob, TP Rob. <laughs> TP Rob. <laughs> everyone has a nickname. <laughs> I love TP Rob. Rob. Rob had made his own beer. Oh, nice. Oh, and he's whoa. like, dude, you got to try this. I'm like, man, I'm just like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. It's 97 degrees outside. <laughs> and I just start drinking beer. And I'm just like, what am I? <laughs> who am I? Who the fuck am is this I? guy with his goddamn banana? <laughs> all of you, all of you are peer pressured me. He's just walking around. This going, is what Dare told me about. Mr. No, you're just walking around with a bandana, Mr. Saturday Night Special. <laughs> Chris is Mr. Saturday Night Special. <laughs> Do a finger gun behind these sunglasses. I'm crying. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Steven Seagal in these new movies he's got out. Oh, he says like two lines. Uh, oh my god! What did he say? That's more like it's badass. That's more like, like what's up, chief? There's, a, there, there's this movie where it's like he's a sniper and he does yeah. not move. He just sits in a fucking chair the whole movie, and he's got yeah, like a fucking. He's, like, he's got a rifle like up to his shoulders. His tag vest has to be like a quadruple X. Like that shit. Like once you start seeing the outline underneath, that like they went the full length to cover that, that shit. That, oh, once yeah. you see that, the outline of his gut, dude, you're like, oh fun, my god. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be a fun podcast to do with Paul. Steven Seagal. No, fake martial arts. <laughs> no, what does he do? Aikido. What is that? It's just when you throw people. Dude, his whole story, his whole like career is like shit. so odd. It's shit. so odd. It, it it's, really it's fraud. is. It's fraud. It's shit. Yeah. And he's and that movie, that sniper movie, he's using the fucking sniper uh, pointing at it, wearing fucking sunglasses. <laughs> does it come on? Does it? I forgot about that. Oh my God. That was the best part. <laughs> he's so fucking cringy. But uh, back, back to... Back to Rimrock up. Yeah, yeah. Grim Sins were pretty good. I and was, then, uh, yeah. And then you had a uh, Royal Honey. They were okay. And, they, uh, they gave me a lot of stuff. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess they thought it was nice that someone actually bought some of their stuff. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, man, I'll buy two CDs at full price. He's like, here's, here's your stickers. And then he tried to hand me more CDs. I'm just like, no. 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 <laughs> more CDs and more CDs and more. Give them to this your friends, This is the same conversation please. I had, like, I think with the grave, uh, grave rollers. <laughs> like, no, I already have that one. What? You already have that one? Yeah, but dude, I saw you, like, last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you have Collective Insanity, which is really badass, except that a uh, bulky lead guitarist needs to do a few more lessons. Don't you be mean to Muscles be. Marinara. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Muscles Marinara. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will say, you guys were the best guys to hang out with <laughs> during that whole fucking oh, yeah. series. <laughs> we try to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> the hot tub thing was out, out of my game. Hot tub thing? The uh, dude stew or whatever your fucking boy oh, gets out loud. That was the first time we went there. Truck up one of the bands that were playing there great guys great uh, blood witch their new which they were the ones that played right after you guys yeah phenomenal band phenomenal band um they uh first time we went up there was the first time with us meeting them but Mm -hmm. later on that night after we played everything you know first time at the rim rocks we're kind of going balls to the wall oh yeah but we found ourselves with like 11 dudes in a fucking hot tub <laughs> See, and at one point we asked one other person hey man you want to get into this and he's like nah dude i'm not getting in that dude stew <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was no, last year too <laughs> yeah and we were just started chanting it at one point and that just stuck Dude, Stu. <laughs> but was the funniest funny. thing was as soon as everybody got out, it was like, you know, the water levels dropped. My yeah. drummer, Jack, was going over and hit one of the jets, and the fucking jets cut on to like the ultra setting. <laughs> so it was oh, like, again. so everybody who was left in there was getting fucking pressure washed. <laughs> oh, no. And I just kind of walked over, and I was, uh, you know, I, I, I was terrible. I contributed to this. Like, I just walked over, drink in hand, went, ooh, shit, that sucks, boys. Well, good luck. I gotta go take a piss. Just kept <laughs> yeah. went out to the woods. Like, good luck. I'm too wet to go inside, but you guys have fun. <laughs> you, well, that sucks. So See the, you later. So, uh, <laughs> Last Rim Rocks, not this past one, but the one before was the first year they had the hot tub. Yes. And wow. similar thing happened. I think we talked about it on that I episode. I sat in the exact same spot this year. I <laughs> swear to God. So they were doing that. So last year I sat, you know, where I was sitting behind the fire on the hill. That's yeah. a new spot to hang out. Fuck that little fire down there. I'm making a big fire up top. <laughs> oh. I'm looking down last year and I'm just watching these people get in and out of the hot tub and the, the, the jet is just spraying up because there's not enough water. So, so it sh- it's actually expelling water. Yeah. And it's like the door, the back door's open. And I know that's pissing Brad off because he's just like, you know the air is on, right? And I'm just like, who gives a shit? Uh, Rip rocks! <laughs> but I'm sitting, I'm sitting at the top of the hill. I'm sitting at the top of the hill looking down and all this water is going everywhere. I'm just having a drink, just watching it. Same thing happened this past year, dude. Uh-huh. I sat in that exact same fucking spot throwing wood on the fire. I'm just like, Rim rocks, baby. <laughs> but then I just like, they had the curtains. This They had curtains this time. Mm-hmm. And I, one girl pulled all them curtains off. I was like, you bitch, you ain't hiding shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw Sean walk up there and that motherfucker will hop in. And yeah. I'm just like, that's a big motherfucker. Oh, yeah. 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 That, dude, that dude is a wall with legs. <laughs> yeah. He really is. Really nice guy, though. Sean's yeah. a really cool guy. He's just a wall with legs. Just yes. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was watching it. I was like, it's happening again. It's going to happen again. Have my drink. That's just too bad. <laughs> that but like, I will tub, say, I don't know how many more say, rim rocks it can take. I will say, after Friday night, they shut that motherfucker down. Yeah, I don't blame them. Saturday yeah. night, that was not open. Good that call. was not an option. <laughs> They're probably you sitting here going, "God damn it, not again!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I went outside the next day 
with Brad, I saw like there was a film around the edge. I'm just yeah. like, mm, people. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's people's too. No, that's dudes too. That's dudes too. Dudes yeah. <laughs> and then they were hopping in the pool, like, hey, dudes too in the pool. I'm like, dude, this shit is cold as fuck. This is bitch bisque. Bitch bisque. This is this is more of a dude gazpacho. <laughs> Do you, know Gentleman gazpacho. do you even know what gazpacho means probably not get the fuck out of here because <laughs> I, I hopped into the pool that day yeah during the day with uh uh friday mm-hmm. during the day to watch the truck stop put up their glamping tent yeah and i'm just like god damn they're taking a while that was bandana chris though i jumped in and immediately found out it was chlorine so i was hating myself for the rest of the few days yeah it was cold <laughs> as fuck too right. the cold didn't bother me it was when i jumped back up from the chlorine i'm like all right i'm yeah. fried my fucking hair right now yeah. <laughs> uh-huh that just kind of sticks with you after yeah. a while if you don't shower <laughs> uh-huh that too but, but no, no, he, like, they've done a. I will say Brad's done a lot uh, to the place since you guys last were up. Uh, yeah, that last time um, I was up there was fucking Rimrocks last year. I was even, there past uh, Christmas. Even the few months remember. between uh, the last time we were up there, he, it felt like he did a lot more. There was a lot more to it. Yeah, yeah. So they did kind of the same setup. They put the couch in the garage, um, a lot of table set up. Uh, we lucked, we lucked out because it only rained during the day for like five minutes, but it made it humid as fuck. Because <laughs> you got that nice little of humid, course it did. That, that little sting in the air now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we had it plenty down here that weekend too. Don't don't you oh, dude, worry. It rained like every day before we went up. Before I went up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Saturday, well, uh, wrapping out uh, Friday with Roy Kelly. Mm-hmm. And, it's like a mainstay they have up there. Oh yeah, big time. And then uh, Saturday kicked off a strange turf. And then uh, Low Life Drifters, Mama Tequila, Night Talkers, The Cheats, and Riptown Riot. R.I.P. Satanic Panic. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Shout out to Brad. Poor Brad I will Rovers. say this. I, I don't think I got a chance to tell Brad. I hope he listens to this. Best, best fucking show yeah. he's had. Best show he's had, period. Yeah. Mama yeah. Tequila. It was, yeah, it was fun it. as yeah. fuck. Everybody was, was in the nice. room. Everybody. Like, everybody stopped what the fuck they were doing. They were like, hey, Mama Tequila's playing get the fuck in there yeah and it was like the most packed i'd ever seen it everybody wow. came. Like, yeah like more people were in there than rory kelly's was like and rory kelly's you know solid man oh yeah but what, what happened saturday though kind of pissed me off because everyone showed up at once <laughs> at all the bands once. all the bands showed up at okay so once. explain why that pissed you off though it's an influx of people <laughs> yeah i was feeling the like, same way stop touristing put your shit out Get inside. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're you're trying to direct. You're trying, you know. It's, it's at least assuming like what you did last year. You were d- kind of directing and showing bands where to put shit. Being part of the welcome crew, mm-hmm. making sure food's rolling. I mean, you you were kind of front of the line shit. Yeah. So Friday, was it Friday? Uh, I had uh, Cooper as a waiter. Nice. I had him rubbing. Ask him if they want food. Ask him if they want food. <laughs> no, that's a host. Yeah, get him, get him, ask him if they want anything. I'm making quesadillas on the fly and shit like that. <laughs> so he was getting a quesadilla. So he was the hostess with the mostest. He was. He was. And I'm like, did you get some? Hey, did you get a tip? Yeah. Get a tip? Just the tip. He told Just me I'll break tip. their legs. Yeah, they break yeah. your fucking legs. <laughs> then I walked up to Sean Coe. I'm like, did you give me a fucking waiter? Yes. Yeah, I, saw, I saw that, so just tell me. Don't fucking lie to my face. Don't lie to my face. <laughs> uh, they did change the layout a little bit. It did seem like there was more, like, you... You could walk, like, Saturday, you walk inside and then walk back out, and now there's, like, ten fucking tents. Yeah. That's how it was. Like, I, yeah. I, I did not pay attention for, like, five minutes, and then all of a sudden, bam, everyone. Um, tent city. Tent city, yeah. Um, but it seemed like it wasn't as crowded okay as it was last year their property really like kind of helped out with that too Mm because if that was just like that little cutoff point the woods Mm -hmm. were up a little bit like how most backyards around uh 
like Charlotte would be, for example, like that would be fucking insane. Even if you get a decent sized place, but that property was perfect. Everybody was spread out all all yeah. along. But no, I, I, that is interesting you mentioned that because it's like I didn't immediately feel it, but yeah, last year with all of the tents, all of the cars, with just with the way it was spaced out, it was a little cramped because I. Even like with the uh, when you go into the backyard on the left side, you kind of have that little bit more of a trail down. Yeah, that's where like the grave rollers, uh, well, super jet rather. Yeah, <laughs> super, Tony and Tiki. Yeah, Tony and Tiki. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's where they had the uh, the super jet tent, you mm-hmm. know, and all that. I think even Mikey set his stuff up back there. Yeah. You know, so so a good yeah. handful of people kind of set up back there. But even all the way down, you know, they still had you know more stuff. But it but like what Chris said, now looking back on it, yeah, I guess it was a little cramped. So it didn't even feel like that as much anymore no, and the porch the back porch was finished i've seen photos all of the, the porch now the, that looks awesome they yeah. did a lot of work they put in the railing they put in the curtains and stuff like that so now you got better shade the roof nice it, it was nice man like it'll be he nice bought for this, my like, pasty bought, ass yeah he bought like an l-shaped uh, outdoor couch <laughs> Me, I, was, I hate the sight of being outside that's why i was like every time they have a camping event i'm like i'm taking somewhere on the floor y'all yeah. i don't care but he had like, a, he had like, like an l-shaped uh, couch on the back porch nice. that's like an outdoor one it was nice like everybody was everybody was hanging back here yeah at one point we 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 had a decent sized group of people just hanging out with us it was it was a lot of fun and there was a decent amount of downtime yeah because everybody like especially <clears throat> saturday there was a lot of downtime on saturday because a lot of the bands stuck around a lot of people yeah. just stuck around to hang out and that's yeah. always cool oh yeah that was my favorite that's always even from the first time that was my favorite thing oh yeah. see. and like me and travis you know when we're trying to do a count to how many people we got to feed it's always nice no one like who's yeah. going to show up who's got you know like mikey saying he's bringing 10 motherfuckers it's like okay awesome that's great yeah, it's just like <laughs> yeah. at least guys, i know he's like these guys ain't waking up so they ain't getting fed so <laughs> <laughs> we don't do brunch at the motherfucking rim <laughs> I, and i say a waffle house and it's fucked up because it i missed breakfast <laughs> and it's fucked up because i missed breakfast i yeah. woke up and all the fucking breakfast shit was gone there was like this much eggs left like yeah. oh yeah man you gotta wake up in time there, there's been a time or two i didn't get up as early as i should have and i walked in even chris has seen i just kind of walked in went there's a you want pancake biscuit yeah i was like <laughs> I, yeah i was like i make a pancake biscuit he's like sorry man he, they, they just grabbed it i'm like yeah it's fine <laughs> and it's like pancake biscuit <laughs> i don't think i've ever been able to sleep in like over there because I'm, I'm always up it's always me and amy first thing in the morning like getting coffee and just talking our heads off yeah <laughs> that, that's the same thing with me too though i i, I like talk amy's ear off whenever i was hanging out with her yeah, I think it's the coffee nine times out of ten. Oh, yeah, because she gets that death proof. <laughs> that shit. That kicks. Amy, go. What is it, Cap? I, oh, uh, not bus. Okay. It's. it's, uh, it's okay, so you made it awkward and weird me. now. You broke me. You good, broke me. good, good, good. Yes, I'm I'm do I say it? Do I not say good. it? Good. See, he learned. he learned. He learned. He <laughs> learned. Amy, Amy did the same thing she does every time I show up. It's like, hey. Freak out over me. No. <laughs> so so I tell her, I was like, hey, you know, we're going to have a lot of people here Thursday. Um, do you want me to cook something instead of you guys having to buy stuff? There's no reason for you to buy something. So I do like these stuffed pork chops and I make them elote, which is something we had in Nashville. It was fucking fantastic. Mm. They had no idea what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I asked Amy, I'm like, uh, so what should I prep up first for tomorrow? Because, you know, it's Friday it's gonna be friday night you know or friday or it's gonna be uh, no friday it's gonna be friday morning and everybody's gonna be here so i'm gonna do this this and this i'm like we need this this and this and she's like well i'll be running uh i'll be running i'm just like ugh, gross 
and I'm just like, oh, how far are you running? Three miles? She's like, well, I'm doing 12 miles. I'm just like, that's disgusting. Ugh. <laughs> Why the fuck would you run 12 miles? I could drive 12 miles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, her running just like... Nobody likes the, running that much. The, Amy, it's I love very you specific. if you listen to this, but God damn it, that fucking running irks the shit out of me. <laughs> It does. It, I, there's no. There's no reason why it should. It just irks the shit out of me. I'm just like, relax, have a smoke. What are you running from? Yeah. What are you running from? I'll be like the be like uh, the gym teacher from fucking the faculty. Oh God. And, and just like I'm gonna need you to run. <laughs> and Elijah was like, I only run if I'm being chased. And he's like, huh. It's like, oh shit. So I'll do three miles on the treadmill. That's about it. And I'm not even running. I'm just walking and listening yeah. to music and shit. Jesus Christ, and it's fucking hot up there, and it's starting getting hot up there. I'm just like, kiss my ass. <laughs> so no, all in all, you'd say a pretty damn good event there, Chris? Yeah, solid. Solid oh, event. Yeah. One of the better shows yeah. I've ever been to. Uh, Royal Honey was okay. Uh, Roy Kelly was pretty good. Um, yeah. I kind of miss, I kind of, it kind of sucks that Tanit Panic kind of pulled out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his so name from The Cheats showed up? Devin. Uh, Devin. Yep. Um, and then. Well, The Cheats played, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, other guy, the big guy. With the Chiefs. Oh, Todd. Todd, yeah. I was bullshit with Todd for a little bit. Todd's cool. Todd's cool. He really liked hanging out with me last time. He was uh-huh. like, what are you making a night, man? <laughs> <laughs> I can totally say, hey, man. What you <laughs> yeah, he played over here at Charlotte not too long ago, and it was over at Tipsy Borough, and he uh-huh. was just right at home. It was great. Oh, yeah. No, Todd, Todd's an awesome dude. You guys, we uh, got to get him on the show You guys uh, mm-hmm. left Sunday a little bit before I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually left a little bit earlier. Yeah. I didn't stick around as much. It was kind of sucked. It kind of wanted to, but I decided to take off. I stayed for an extra like two days. Yeah. Uh, before I and came back. And then says he left early. Yeah. Stayed an extra two no, I days. Left Brad's left early. Early. I left Brad's early and yeah, stayed yeah, yeah. in West Virginia. And every time I go up there, I'm just like, I'm just going to rent a house and just be a teacher or some shit. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it. It's so easy to do something in West Virginia if you got all your teeth and don't smoke meth. <laughs> Just you educating the youth, the oh, youth. God, yes. I told my I told my aunt oh, I come no. up there and be a teacher and teach them about the war of northern aggression. Dude, you'd be. Oh <laughs> my I, God. I would, see, I would come to your history class just to sit in. Just, you'd just be <laughs> listening to fucking Led Zeppelin and Iron Maiden all day. Just be like, I'm, like, I'm one of the uh, reading a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, Are you with the school? No, no, I'm just here to watch. Are you a TA? No, no, just uh, just I'm I'm in the audience. I'm an audience. <laughs> a, friend my, a friend of mine wanted. Uh, I told her I'd quit my job, and she's like, "Well, you could be a TA here." I'm just like, and she works at one of the down here. Yeah, and she works at a uh, not a special kids school, but like the delinquent kids school. Oh, shit. and I'm just oh, like, God. not for one goddamn minute, I'd put my hands on a kid so fucking fast. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they say some slang shit uh-huh. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting them in a headlock. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of my advice was, if you take, because she was talking about how they're just giving her lip. I'm just like, no, this is how you take care of that shit. You take the, you take your hand. And put it at the nape of their neck, get real fucking close, and say, Do you think you're fucking in charge? <laughs> <laughs> and if you do that shit, if you get right up on their fucking ear, only you and him can hear, it's gonna fucking stop. <laughs> and then you just give them a little elbow check, and they're good. <laughs> just check that motherfucker. No, that sounds like, uh, like, uh, Friends I know that are teachers that are in public school, they have to come up and uh, teach in the inner city schools and deal with that kind of thing, you know, for oh, every, a couple of years. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, that, man. It sucks. In New York, they they have that. Uh, that's where a lot of my uh, elementary school teachers came from. Was New York City, and they got to work oh, wow. out on uh, Long Island. 
I was going to say, then you got like folks like communities from like all the five boroughs kind of like, you know, clashing probably half the time, right? Uh, it's not too bad. Uh, it, each neighborhood's unique. Uh, if you're talking about New York City, I grew up on Long Island. Okay. I grew up um, on the South Shore. It's a part of New York that just juts out. Right. Uh, grew up in this town called Baldwin. I spent a lot of my time at the beach, surfed. There was a lot of... Uh, so actually, it wasn't too bad. Not too bad for a surf around that area. Yeah. Because... Uh, any of the storms rolling in on a peninsula, it's kind of like Florida, but up north in okay. a way. Yeah, you don't think think New York at the time when you think surf or surf culture or anything like that. No, not really. I mean, it's because a lot of times you have to go out to the inlet. You have to go to areas where there aren't a lot of rocks, uh, more sparsed out places. That's right. why a lot of people surf in California. Like a lot of the uh, beaches, it's just sprawling. There's no jetties in between uh, formations of rocks for ships, stuff like that. Well, see, I found it also interesting uh, that you're saying, you know, you usually don't think of, like, New York and beaches. I guess I'm the exception because being such a Ramones fan. Oh, yeah, right. Rockaway Beach. Rockaway Beach. Rockaway Beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's like, that's why I love the Ramones, so it mentions places. Yeah. <laughs> mentions it's, it's like, it's all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know about Queens. You know about yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's my like, fucking neighborhood. <laughs> but no uh actually that's a really good segue man so it's like so where so you were born and raised uh up north uh what yeah. kind of what age were you before when you came down south or was charlotte the first stop or did y'all kind of yeah. zigzag your way down no uh charlotte was always kind of in the back of our minds we wanted to move out of new york but we we're trying to go south into you know, cheaper property values. Absolutely. North Carolina was one. I think Florida was another one. And I think there was one more state. I think it was Texas, like worst case scenario. Right. But uh, we ended up coming down here because a lot of our family started moving down here. Okay. So uh, at age 12 is when I moved down here. Oh, wow. So it wasn't like a super young age. No, 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 no. I was just getting out of sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got sent down. My father came up, stayed with him for a little bit. Right. From there, the rest of my family came down. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So by that point, had you already found music, or was that something that you were going to kind of figure out a little later on? At that age, I was getting interested in it. I didn't start really playing until I was 14, 14, mm-hmm. 15. And uh, from there, it was just just kept going with it because it was something right. that interested me. Uh, what, so so was Iron Maiden the first band that really grabbed you? Or, Metallica and then Iron Maiden. I was going to say, you got a <laughs> badass yeah. like Iron Maiden comic book, the trooper style, like Marvel comic t-shirt on. Yeah. So this is badass. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> yeah, they, uh, Steve Harris was a big influence. You know, a number of the beast, of course. And then I started getting into uh, Seventh Son, Fear of the Dark, uh, all Just over the place. the whole catalog. Oh, yeah. Uh, even st- some of the stuff with Blaze Bailey and uh, Paul Diano. I mean, like Rathchild. Uh, yeah, the those first, first two, two two records. It was really was nice. It, was it always bass that you were uh, that you started and uh, started off with, or did you play guitar t- or any uh, uh, piano lessons or anything like that? Well, up until that point, I had dabbled in music. So, kind of going back to what you asked earlier, mm-hmm. right, um, right, right. I, I kind of dabbled in it in terms of I did play piano for a brief period of time, but it didn't fascinate me. Drums was the same thing. Mm-hmm. My parents loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like seven at the time, so you can imagine. Oh, um, yeah. So, wasn't really interested in that. A bunch of years went by, and then I kind of just fell into it. Right. And then as I progressed, it was like I started finding bands like Rancid, like all the mm-hmm. punk groups, uh, the Minutemen, and I started hearing the different My melodies God. you could add. And That's then a bad motherfucker right there. I went there. from there to uh, ska, metal, rock. I mean, I went all over. I have a, yeah, yeah. all different favorite bass players just for a different style and technique. Like, one of my favorite bands is Tool. That's another one of my favorite groups. Right. Uh, and it's because I, of, like, the intricacy of it all. It, it, it's just a intric- intricacy and uh, 
the rhythmic patterns, but mm-hmm. I, I don't really understand most Tool fans why they're always like ranting and raving. Half the time. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's like the bros that stumbled upon Grateful Dead, but it's like that segue. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like I, I see it for what it is. I just like the band. Yeah. You know? I'll see, I, dude. I'm the exact same way. That's I mean, cool, man. You just want to take some LSD and listen to some fucking music. That's fine. You got <laughs> <it>. I mean, <laughs> well, it's like I totally get it because you know, Cap and I, uh, we co-host that uh, Kiss podcast, some, uh, No Time to Turn, on the yeah. Something Good Network, and it's like, and we totally get it. We we look at like the typical Kiss fan, and we're like. Cringy, yeah, <laughs> it really is. They're it really they're is. they're really weird. They're really cringy. But then it's like the three of us get together and we feel like the punk kids, at the rock and roll table, talking about Kiss. It's like we still have like this weird punk rock attitude about Kiss, being like, no, no, they're they're not the cool bullshit you think they're cool bullshit for. Is because this is why they're cool. <laughs> you guys, you guys like are almost team. like the living, breathing version of Detroit. The characters in uh, Detroit Rock City. <laughs> I don't know about that. that is not as far, but similar in terms of like, it's far long cap, piece we're of not shit. far off, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that sports uh, uh, fan thing where it's like it's part of your identity. If you're like a huge, oh, like yeah. you know, uh, say from New York, if you're like a Bills fan or a Jets fan or something Giants like that, fan, Giants Yankees, fan, Mets, you, like, all that. Wear, you wear that on your sleeve. It's like with music too, whether it's Tool or The Misfits or Kiss. Those are the first three that come to mind. Or Grateful Dead, you know. Yeah. Don't, kind don't of worry about if you're a New York your fan. Identity. He's a fucking Tennessee fan. They're the trashiest fucking people in sports. Uh, yep, they really. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with him on that. That's just the SEC in general. College football in general is just trashy as hell. But yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. Well, well yeah. the reason I asked about uh, when the music kind of grabbed you is I was going to be, because we've had a lot of guests on here that have, you know, kind of been from the, you know, southeast area, whether it be a Georgia, Tennessee, looking at you, Cap. <laughs> North Carolina, South just Carolina. fucking Tennessee asshole just over fucking here. Tennessee dick. He's from uh, a town called Nutbush. Oh my God! Are you serious? <laughs> you, never, you never heard of Nutbush? That's no one's heard of Nutbush except music fans that love Tina Turner. It's like Turner, saying, apparently. "Oh, I've been to Skin Creek, West Virginia." It's like Skin Creek, West that Virginia. Is fucking that terrifying. is a real place. That is, that is a real place. That is a terrifying name. Yeah, <laughs> right That's next to Port Red Pleasant. <laughs> That's some Red Dead Redemption Two type yes. shit. <laughs> uh, but it's like outside of uh, Paul, uh, who's another member of our Discord. Sign up for our Discord. Links in the bio. Um, aside from Paul. Uh, uh, we've not really had a lot of people, you know, from up north sharing like you know their formative music, you know, collection years. So with you being in New York, I was kind of, and when you name drop Ramones, I was kind of wondering if that was like, how were the Ramones? If you were aware, how were they perceived amongst your peers? Was it like the, oh yes, it's the Ramones, or was it because it was New York City and the time and the year and everything else? Was it a, just like the, it's them, of course, duh. That well, not so much. I think the band that kind of caught that uh, in terms of my area was actually Twisted Sister. D. Really? D. Snyder's originally from my town. He came to my elementary school. Oh, uh, shit. Yes. These okay. Kind of, Twisted Sister and yeah. D. Snyder, they are originally formed in uh, Baldwin or Freeport. It was one of the two towns, but it's it, Long Island, regardless. Right. Um, now, when it came to the Ramones, my, my parents were always at CBGB's quite a lot okay. when they were younger. Okay, so, so you're, so you're They music- ran into the Ramones quite often. Uh, right. Joey, Johnny as well. They ran into quite a few of them so your so your folks were in tune with music and that's kind of where you picked it up from yeah okay well well, see that i love hearing that kind of stuff because i i I love the current generation and i and i love it because i kind of came from the same background mom was very much in the charlotte music scene here you know she was always at the miles 
Stone, you know, she was always at the pterodactyl club, you know, or wherever, you know, the hot scene was, she ran into the Ramones millions of times. It's like, she ran with all that too. So it's like, when I started going down that music path in no way, shape or form was she like, no, 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 no. You know, she nurtured it. She's like, okay, well, you know, here's a stack of CDs, you know, figure out what you like. You know, you like Ozzy and kiss already. Okay. Branch out. Yeah. Here's the Ramones and the sex pistols. And I didn't like the sex pistols at first. Cause it just sounded like a guy that needed to blow his nose and enunciate a little better. Well, that was, that was also a corporate field punk music. So we could just, Oh, that's oh, a yes. whole other oh I was going to say, I like, I like that point of view though. I want to talk to you about on that we'll have to have you back i want to do a whole episode about that i think that'd be really interesting but no so it's like you know similar scenarios so i just always get really excited when i hear you know oh well my folks hung out at cbgb's and you know met up with johnny and john and joey i'm just like yes yes and and i love seeing the product of that because kind of fast forwarding a little bit in time uh two weeks ago at the time of this recording three by the time this gets released uh your band insane uh collective insane Insane. Insane clown posse? No! Not them! No! Why? How dare you, sir? I think I, I broke them. I just got dyslexic and swapped the words around. The insanity of collective. Collective insanity. Um, no, uh, y'all released your debut EP everywhere you can listen to music uh, called Hidden Agony. And so you've got uh, four tracks on here. And the fun thing is, is I think it's um, Molly Wop is the song that like I heard Mikey playing over and over and over in our own practice space. That's the song y'all didn't play at the rim, right? No, we did. We actually what, played what almost the one our. You didn't play. I think we almost played our full set. I think okay. we cut out. Um, no, we played our full set because I remember playing Into the Storm. Also, no, yeah, we played our full set because Brayton was really happy. Yeah, that everyone liked Molly Wop. Because that's like, Molly Wap is one of my favorite ones. I always listen I'm, to yeah, it. Yeah, I'll double check and make sure it's the same one. Because I listened to it a few times today yeah. knowing that we were probably going to hang out. You're not wrong. Because Mikey loves playing that riff. He, he loves that song. Even when y'all are not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> just drifts off. Sometimes I've called him just wandering the woods. <laughs> just like, no, I'm not, I don't want to play it. I'm just riffing on it. You don't have to catch up with me or anything. Just Mikey, like, just where where did you come from? Why did you come out of the woods? <laughs> You, I was hanging out with Morrison, go- man. <laughs> Get back here. We're not done yet. Yeah. He's listening to it again. Uh, no, it's not that one. He, he, there was another song he kept playing. Actually, I think it may be that one. I won't be able to figure it out. But no, there was a certain song that he was just playing over and over practicing while I was listening to the record. I went, oh, there's the riff. He used it. Yeah, that's definitely like... I, I, we're kind of proud of that. It was two years in the making because when COVID hit, you know, we weren't really doing anything. We were kind of dead in the water. Right. Uh, our drummer moved to Tennessee for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we brought over a friend of yeah, ours, that's Dylan. Funny. At least fuckers. Yeah, we were talking to a new drummer. Oh, yeah. And like the day that we were going to try him out, the day we were going to try him out, and this is recent too. He sends us a message and he's like, "Hey guys, so sorry, I'm gonna have to cancel the tryouts. I, I took a job in Tennessee." And you know what's bad? I noticed the body language shift between the both of you. Both of you look down in a way and at the table, like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> this is like, oh, all- that happened." Yeah. <laughs> it's been a whole thing. You have to acknowledge it with these people. <laughs> <laughs> we have we've gone through more drummers and teenage boys go through rolls of toilet paper. Anyway, it happens. It happens. Yeah, I've run into bands that have gone through a lot. A bass player, so imagine being like the uh, oh, we need a bass player too. I'm just not focusing on that right now. 
Yo, you want to play bass? <laughs> <laughs> I do too much. I do too much. I know that lies. Mikey's excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um... So, so tell me a little bit more about the record. I know it was recorded over Fifth Man Studios, where we've recorded a whole bunch of our material, um, and it was two years in the making. But um, like, h- how did the songwriting process go? Well, it was a little awkward at first because uh, Braden, Dylan, and I uh, were all friends beginning, right? Uh, in the beginning, um, originally in how the, the band beginning. <laughs> <laughs> how it originally began though is that Braden was doing a project with Steve. Um, Started out as something that he wanted to do, kind of hip hop, but Steve wanted to blend metal. So yeah. he's like, I know this bass player contacted me. Him and I had played in a band together. Right. Uh, over that time, I listened to, uh, like, just kind of bullshitted around for a little bit. Tried out one drummer, then Jack, his son, came into mm-hmm. it. And we kind of branched from there. And uh, then we found Mikey, because mm-hmm. Mikey and him had been working together writing some riffs. Yeah. Braden had heard the riffs, fucking loved them. Mm-hmm. So then we all met, realized we needed another guitarist. Just kind of built the band over time, and we Hell had yeah. people that were already, you know, Rich was already, uh, had been in Skin Cage, had been working on music extensively, too. It was just looking for the right time in the right place, and I yeah. knew that even hanging out with them. And, like, uh, this came up, so um, I think Braden was the one who reached out to him, and then when Jack moved up to Tennessee for a short time, that's when mm-hmm. we brought Dylan in to fill in on drums originally, Jack moved back after the period of time, and then... Dylan just moved over to samples and doing backing vocals, which right. really kind of helped fill out our sound. Yeah. Because there was always something missing. It was just a matter of finding the right member. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, we, Braden, Dylan, and I have known each other for about 10 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. We go back to our old band, Cross Stitch, which... <laughs> it's a rough time rough place don't want to think about it. Never happened. Never, Never happened. happened. Never, Never happened. happened. Fair enough. <laughs> It was like coconut. I, I looked a lot like coconut head then. <laughs> Shit was great. Hey, I, I had to go through that. I was like, I've been growing my hair out, and I went through a coconut head phase too, man. It I, all happened. Mm-hmm. I had to get it an undercut first, and then I, I make this joke every time because it was a good time. I uh, grew my started growing my hair out because around the time that my hair was at about medium length. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with Richard Spencer and all those assholes came out. So right. I was like, ooh, good thing I don't have that fucking comb over anymore. That would have been bad. Damn, dude, that would have been straight up. People would be like looking at me all fucked up. Down the street. I get jumped for that shit. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> you should think I would have a Proud Boy sticker on the back of my car. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to grow my hair out. <laughs> you know, good timing. And it, it kind of worked with my, my vernacular, too. I kind of have that hippie sound with my voice at times, so. I just hear the New York, the Long Island. Oh, yeah, that's that's going to blanket over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my wife, she's from South Carolina, so and she lived in Mississippi for... Uh, Ooh, so she, she's, she's got a... She's like, she's she like, hey, mate. She's like, hey, baby. <laughs> I was gonna say we're just running the gauntlet over here because I'm North Carolina based, and then Chris, even though you're out of North Carolina, your accent's still a little different because I say the whole word like this. <laughs> yes, I am an educated. And then you've got old Tennessee my sister over fucking here. hates it though. My sister hates my accent. What part of Tennessee, by the way? Uh, Nut Bush. Bush. <laughs> no, Bush. West Tennessee, right outside of Memphis. West Tennessee, oh, okay. born and raised. I, I yeah. got a friend of mine. He's from uh, um, not yeah, Johnson City, Greenville, Greenville, Tennessee. Greenville, Tennessee. I think that's like uh, <laughs> more towards Johnson City. It's about yeah, an hour from East Johnson. Tennessee. It's a lot of moonshine in that area. <laughs> it, it is basically Appalachia. Appalachia. It's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, 
a little bit more rednecky uh, Asheville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then you go to Gatlinburg. The further up you go up, as I love far Gatlinburg. As, like, I do too. That place it's is so, so much fun. fun. My accent comes out more when I'm at the rim because I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah. I noticed. <laughs> Bandana Chris has an accent. So does mine though. Hell yeah, brother. We had, <laughs> hell yeah. It, it was so bad. His accent came out more in mine did too. So he sounded like two fucking Civil War deserters. Oh my god. <laughs> Now states right, brother. Yeah, whatever. States I right. don't fucking want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. All right, get fucked. Get fucked. fucked. You, you get into that fucking moonshine. You sound the fucking same every day. States right. States right. Why don't you go make yourself another fucking drink and black out? Why don't you drop another fucking Skywalker, Yankee? How about you drop? How about you drop another war, motherfucker? But you lost oh, the last time. I love you, man. Love you. Like America all the way. Hell yeah, fuck Texas. <laughs> Assholes. Assholes. Assholes, man. I want to see. That Civil War reenactment. <laughs> and this is the brand of comedy you guys can come to expect on the new Conspiracy Encrypted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> our, our conspiracy podcast is going to devolve into us. Both of us are just drinking scotch, talking about why we hate Texas. Well, see, I'm, I'm, really happy, I'm really glad to have you part of the network, man, because it's like you've yeah. got a wicked sense of humor, and it's like it's going to be an awesome addition to the shows. We need to bring Mikey in on the conspiracy. Oh, one. Jesus, the poor guy's going to sound like the fucking tea that. kettle. Then, mm-hmm. then Cap can see him again. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Cap, Cap, Cap. For a second, just blurted out. You think we'll ever see Cap? Uh, think we'll ever see Mikey again? Oh, I, know. Like I don't the, know why, but he's like dead the, to me. He's like the father from the Glass Menagerie. They talk about him all the time. You just never fucking see him. <laughs> well, it's like I, we were, I was playing it up some, but it's like we did an episode after Mikey's final show, uh, the Milestone, and uh, it was like the week after, and we were kind of talking on that. I was like, yeah, you know, that was that was Mikey's last show. You know, we're gonna kind of regroup, hold new songs. You know, yeah, so on and so forth. And, and, and yeah, so we were just kind of like, yeah, yeah. And then he just goes, wonder if we're just going to see him again. Now, in context, I knew exactly what he meant. He meant in like the context of like hanging out, doing yeah, a course, podcast, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, no shit we were going to see him. We'll go see you guys, you know. And it's, yeah. like, it's, it's like, yeah. But it's like, I knew even within context what he meant. But he was just like, I wonder if we're going to see him again. And, but it's just like, it was so perfect. We're just like, What? we're gonna see him again it's not like he's gonna drop off the face of the planet and then I was just like and besides if Mikey's listening to this he knows he has an open invitation to come back whenever he wants and I wasn't gonna tell him listening to the episode I just wanted to see if he'd hear it like a week later cause he's like usually a week behind a week later he sends a message he goes I'm still going to be around, you fucking assholes. That's and, I, awesome. and I immediately hopped in. I was like, I didn't say that. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> because usually the, I'm the one that's yeah. just like, you know, okay, you're out. I really don't want to talk to you anymore. But it's like, Mikey's a pro. I still want to talk to him. So it's just like, I just wanted to make it a point in there and be like, I didn't say that. <laughs> I know I've done that with almost everyone else, but I did not say that. He cracks me up. He's seen me mad like one time, like where I'm actually genuinely mad. I was having issues with my fucking, my amp. Uh, one of the input... Um, portions of it fell into the fucking amp so oh, no. panicked wasn't sure if it was even gonna work i'm freaking the fuck out i i was couldn't find some of my cords so mikey's just cracking fucking jokes on the side like oh damn man it's like just <laughs> in his own way you have to it's circumstantial it's a different joke every time but it's yep. him being a smart ass and it cracked me up because now it's like since he's seen me mad he fucks with me he'll just like run up mm-hmm. to me and kick me in the back of the leg see if I, I'll get pissed at him I'm like dude I can't get that mad at you <laughs> like you're the last person I want to fucking fight or do anything to <laughs> like oh, shit <God>. man <laughs> I got oh, I got one that was around a breakup like I was going to take a breakup with a girl that I was working with musically too Ooh. and she had a uh, song where it's like it starts off with like baby I'm sorry about this this and this and then uh, Mikey comes up to me and he goes Baby, I'm sorry. I'm like, mother. 
But yeah, it's one of those deals you can't get mad at about that because it was. And then you realize, like, wait a minute, it's Mikey. Exactly, he's just fucking with me. He's making light of the bad situation. Exactly. And then when Chris does it, it's just like, whoa, dude. (laughs) Because because Chris has says it was just a little bit of an underlying sense of like. Obscurity, obscurity. Is he joking? Is he not joking? A little bit, yes. <laughs> not so much funny, haha. Funny, mean. <laughs> when Chris laughs, it's not that's, in a jovial way. It it's is in a, a menacing way. Coincidentally, that's my wife's sense of humor too. Just funny, mean. <laughs> She'll just be getting off work at her job and just making fun of people. Hey, what <laughs> oh, that's me. What, oh, do yeah. you do? what do you do? Uh, Other I, than play music. Uh, I work in a warehouse. I uh, build pallets. Oh, fun. <laughs> build pallets, ship them off. Yeah, fun to a degree. Uh, hey, I cool do borderline the same. That's why I'm like, yeah, fun. <laughs> it is what it is. What, what about you? Where are you working at? Uh, a warehouse, just not doing as many pallets. I'm unloading pallets and then restocking shelves. And and I'm, re- I'm regretting that. I'm regretting I should have been like unloader. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm an unloading. I'm an unpacking and then packing up small shipments to send to customers. I like we're, that better. We're, we're, we're a third party system. You got the we, fun job. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we buy from other people and then send it to the third person nice. through like an eBay shop. That's what I did before too. Was uh, it was like barcode scanning devices where I would pack them and ship them out and stuff like that. Hell yeah. yeah. At least it's not like the uh, the we'll buy your stuff on or we'll sell your stuff on an eBay shop from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. Is this for sale? Well, you know, this isn't an actual store. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to go on eBay and buy it. <laughs> Why is it here? I don't know. <laughs> I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's coming up on the horizon for uh, Collective Insanity. We're actually playing uh, uh, just uh, Fireball's um, show coming yes. up in September, uh, which I'm actually stoked for that. I, uh, That's going to be I've been fun. wanting to play that since uh, we were in Cross Stitch. You know, that was mm-hmm. always for me. That was always a big goal for me was to play there. Cause yeah, yeah. He's a really, really cool guy, man. Oh, they're so much fun. And the few times I get to see him, I always have a great conversation with him. We crack each other up, and I'm like, why don't I ever talk to this guy more than this? Because he's fireballing. Yeah. He's always fireballing. Yeah. It don't That's matter. A he's a dad now, these... but he's still fireballing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, a damn... That's a verb around these parts. It, it is. To the dictionary. If, you, if you come around Charlotte and hang out long enough, you find out what fireballing is. That's a North Carolina public school thing. They, they need to put that in the dictionary. It's at least in the urban dictionary. If it's not, it needs to be. <laughs> he's, most, he's the most famous Charlotte wrestler. Or at least he's the one that puts his face out there more than any other Charlotte yeah. wrestler. Really? That's for sure. But yeah, so the Fireball Wrestling Show, any other good shit coming up? Any At the music moment, videos? Just, anything um, like that? But we, uh, we're trying to think of a concept to build a music video right now. We got some, some clips from a uh, uh, videographer we hired. Nice. And then uh, we also have um, you know videos from fans, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So from what I can tell, I, I think it's a matter of us talking about it. Uh, the general consensus is that we're planning on kind of just splicing, kind of putting some stuff together yeah, just yeah. for the sake of a, our first video. Woo. Oh, yeah, you got to have something. I, I feel like uh, it also would add like a nice nostalgic feeling to it as well, too. Something that's got a nice little twist. Because uh, one thing with this group I really noticed uh, coming from playing a lot of, in the metal scene, uh, I played in a lot of death metal and like metalcore bands. So mm-hmm. I never really, I experienced the punk scene in here just from friends of mine that yeah, either yeah. played or were you know, knew a bunch of people that had played. So right. it was like, I was always in a weird conundrum at that time, um, being like somebody who really loved punk music and playing a lot of lines like that. And that's where, ironically, it's where I wrote a lot of my death metal lines. Oh, was, wow. Uh, just from playing different uh, punk tunes. 
a lot of ska. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll get up your bass chops for sure. But uh, going from that to um, this group, I feel like it's like a lot of different influences get to shine through. It's not right. strictly a rudimentary concept. It's mm-hmm. really uh, the name kind of came into it uh, collective <laughs> insanity everybody's from a different background right it's a great band name it really is we got t-shirts made uh 20 bucks excellent online great, store great quality great quality man oh my god got an online <laughs> store uh not at the moment we're waiting to expand our merch uh merchandise uh in terms of stickers stuff like that you know Word. you name it small stuff maybe move Bank on to camp. hoodies but of course of course Hey, there's this big guy said we need other other stuff. <laughs> Just dead eye under the whole time. That's me. Get, that's I'm me. the big guy. <laughs> if I stand up, I will scare the shit out of you. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> uh, we're just working to expand currently. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, we've spent a lot of time. Had to kind of find ourselves individually. Come back to it, but we've really. Uh, I think we're starting to come into our own. I really look forward to what the future has. A lot oh, of times yeah. in groups, it was they never. We were playing shows, yes, mm-hmm. played a lot of shows, but there was never a joy to it. Yeah. Uh, it was always kind of like um, something I have to do, it's a hobby. and you like know, a job almost. Kind of, but you weren't getting paid whatsoever, and it no, was for the same. <laughs> it's an internship. But it was for the same like five people as opposed to like the same hundred people. I'd be happy right. to play in front of a hundred people every single night. Mm-hmm. You know, that's still something decent to walk away from. Oh yeah. But playing to the same five, six, or just the other groups kind of got stale. With this group, it's like I feel like our crowd's kind of diverse. Right. We play hip hop shows. We could play anywhere, and that's something that I really like because in my mind, when I first started playing music, I heard uh, like Faith No More and uh, uh, bands like polka dot cadaver too mm-hmm. um where it's kind of diverse uh, another group um killing joke was another great example of a diverse killing joke one of my favorite groups man i i got into them ironically from mr bungle and just kind of went from there because like mike Patton, one of his influences was killing joke yeah so you know hearing bands that kind of do a little bit of everything and nothing in between uh kind of found my own niche and i kind of feel joy from playing music like it feels like I'm playing music for the first time again. Right. I feel like I'm having to learn my instrument again in the best way possible. That's awesome, though. Yeah, I mean, when you got a guitarist like Mikey, Jesus <laughs> Christ, and steps, then you your, got, uh, steps your game up. And then Richard too, the fucking monster of a guitar player band. That dude is just—it's not just his shred. Like he can shred if he wants to. It's his right. writing. It's he his rhythmic properties. Bless that shit on the way home now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of that, we're not ready to quite wrap up yet. First, we've got to dig on into our Spotify playlists and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. (laughs) Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? It's like this week I've been listening to uh, the Kinks record. Uh, says the or the Kinks, and uh, the album's called "The Kinks Are the Village Green Preservation Society." Ah, All that's right. a good album. It's it's awesome, and I love uh, "Picture Book," one of the uh, singles that released that was released off of it because it, you can tell where Green Day got warning from. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> big time. I still say that Green Day still uh, took a lot of their image from social distortion. I, I was joking. Oh, they, they took a lot of the image. Sound. I mean, they're, they're very good at kind of 
picking out all of their influences and putting it into a blender. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Thunder is a great track on here. Big Big Sky and just the Kinks in general is just great music from, from top to bottom. Even the title track from that record was really good. Mm-hmm. I it's, mean, the whole thing remind, gave me like moody blues kind of vibes. Moody blues, them. country, English, yes. kind of that kind of thing, you know? Folky kind of music. Very folky. I love English folk too. I think Likewise. I like English folky stuff more well, than I like folk, say American folk. Is there folk. like a folk song, We Are the Village Green? Yes. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that's on this al- album too, or at least they kind of like reference that in this mm-hmm. album yeah. too. You hear it in Hot Fuzz. Oh, I forgot Hot about Fuzz. that. I think I was watching uh, we what was it? Umbrella Kings. Academy uh, earlier this week. I started watching that, and uh, Picture Book came up, and I'm like, oh shit, the Kings, right on. That's actually funny. You mentioned that. That's where I got into that album from because that whole album, I only knew those two songs. You know, you really got me. Mm-hmm. But that the album was. Stuff. Definitely one of my favorite. Yeah, Kings people think the Kings. They just think of those like two uh, garage uh, rock songs, but their palette is huge. Yeah, Lola's a fucking banger too. <laughs> well, Quinn, what the hell have you been listening to? Uh, I hate to say it, I don't really use Spotify. That's <laughs> fine. We've had guests on here. Oh, you really download them? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Napster, Napster, keeping it strong, baby. Customer number one and only. <laughs> Um, no, I, I listen to a little bit of everything. Uh, lately, I've been, you know, going back into the grunge stuff. I, mm-hmm. I often find myself going through that. Mud, Honey, Tad, Alice in Chains, you know. Oh, like the actual, like, deep cuts from the, oh, that yeah. scene. There, there was a, a L7, uh, a great band, in mm-hmm. my opinion, too. Um, they actually, uh, I think the lead singer of that group and Mike Patton have worked together a couple of times. I feel like Mike Patton's worked with everybody in yeah, one He just does everything. <laughs> yeah. He does everything. Because his, ra- his range can do anything. Uh, Faith No More, since we brought it up, is yeah. another band I've been listening to. Uh, I, I, I'm a classic guy. I, it depends on the certain like local groups I get into. Um, like Trucks Up, I've been listening to their Blood Witch record, nice. which I really enjoyed. A lot of really good riffs. It's a nice blend of um, like 80s thrash, like Take the Minds of Overkill, uh, early Metallica, and some Maiden thrown in. And then mix it with vocals that are going to give you undertones of Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. Kind oh, of yeah. like almost Chris Cornell, but more of his lower range. Mm-hmm. But still has that belt and that power of Lane Staley in terms of their uh, vocals. So it's like alt-rock and thrash mixed. Nice. Really genius kind of blend, in my opinion. Hell yeah. Now, I was never much of a grunge guy, but it's like that. I, I hear stuff every so often that I'm just like, that's not too bad. It's just... It's still been a hard genre for me to get into. Same thing with uh, even classic hip hop. And as much as Cap hates me on that one, it's I, just I, it's uh, just been hard to just roll into. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, what the hell have you been listening to? Uh, I've been back on a Dahmer's kick. Oh shit, back um, on the Dahmer's. Yeah, so the, the two records, uh, their latest two records, they haven't come out with much since. Mm-hmm. But uh, just going back and listening to that is nice. You know, just to filter back into the playlist again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kill them all, still. You know, just playing in the background a lot yeah i came over the other day you just had somebody playing it on vinyl on a youtube video (laughs) (laughs) but uh (laughs) you know just going back to the thrash battle i started listening to uh keel Keel. oh Keel, Keel. (laughs) speed demon (laughs) yeah i think gene simmons produced that 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 whole record is really good uh ron keel is phenomenal musician uh he actually did a record with uh ingve malmstein Mm. Uh, they had a super group together. Oh, shit. Was that Alcatraz? I think that might have been Alcatraz. I'm not. It's been so long. Like, mm. I remember listening to this band years ago. I know that guy did a country record at one point, too. That's what he's doing now. And I'm not a big fan. No, nah, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just go back to the Dahmers. Um, 
But you know how I listen to music. Every time I listen to a song, I picture it in a movie. Yes. <laughs> or I just make yeah. one up in my mind. Mm-hmm, uh, I explained to him, I was talking about, uh, what was it? Uh, Hit the Lights. Yes. By Metallica. I described a, a scene that would be cool in an X-Men movie mm-hmm. of Jubilee walking into a dive punk bar and that song starts playing and she's got to fight her way out <laughs> like, <laughs> without, cool. while that song is playing. Like some Kingsman, like Gauntlet type shit. Where like, you yeah, like Freebird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of Freebird, it's, that would be awesome. That's actually more I'm thinking about. Because you know that uh, in the song it builds yes like a crescendos and that'd be like the cool walk-in scene where everybody starts stopping and turning towards her yeah but like they're all looking at the show but you know she's getting popped a little bit because she's wearing a bright yellow fucking vest and like let's say like picture of the milestone but darker (laughs) seedier and then she just starts sparking everywhere just like (laughs) hit the lights awesome (laughs) awesome and it's her fighting her way out with some other shit mutants This night crawler just fucking. I love this song. Bow. He just kicks the face. Let's wash, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so you, you, did you have one for the Dahmers? I felt like you were leading up to the Ripper. Uh huh. That song. Uh, I've just been hitting that song a lot because it's got a. It's got the opener from uh, Animal House. Uh, if you, if you've track. ever listened to that song, at the beginning he's like, "We want to." We. It's a guy talking, and it's this, it's part from the Animal House, and he's like. We don't want to be told what to do by the man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, we want to get drunk. Yeah. We want to do what we want. Yeah. And it's the crowd saying, yeah. He's like, we're going to have a party. Yeah. And it's just like. And like, it's just a funny scene that you're pulling from. Like, it goes south in that movie. So fucking quick. Because it's Animal House. They're all going to jail. Exactly. And uh, for me, uh, there's this band called The Rubs uh, that I had not really heard of until uh, another band that I've been listening to, the Zen Arcade. That sounds it, like a 1920s disease. The, the Rubs. Oh, man. He's got, got the got Rubs. case of The Rubs. What yeah, happened to Alfred? He had The Rubs. <laughs> oh, God. Did you hear what happened to Glenn? Got The Rubs. <laughs> God damn. Went to that part of town, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, Zen Arcade had covered a song of theirs called um, The Wrong Right Girl. And uh, that made me look them up. And I was like, oh shit, these guys are actually pretty good. And they just released a new record. And uh, really good tracks on there. Um, I wouldn't say it's a front-to-back banger. There's there's definitely a few on there that I'm just like, eh, let me skip this. Uh, but highlights definitely uh, Here in My Dream, uh, I Don't Want to Wait, and uh, Hang On to Me. Uh, those three are really good. And it was funny. I sent uh, Hang On to Me. I was going to say, you sent me that one. I said that to Cap, and I was like, this is not a Thin Lizzy song. I don't know what is. Even with the vocal delivery and everything. Well, I had sent the same thing to uh, Tuck. I had just said I had just not said the Thin Lizzy thing. I was like, I was gonna see if he mentions that. I was like, I said, stumbled on this cool song the other day. Got a good groove to it. And he goes, Yeah, it's a good mashup. He sing- sends me Gabrielle from Ween. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Nice. Jones from Counting Crows. Nice. Nice. And then um, Gangman by uh, Shaquem. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, you say? listen to all three of those, and you're like. Fuck, that's Hang On To Me from The Rubs. <laughs> yeah, it's all three of those songs kind of oh, just God. mashed together. <laughs> that producer brain just like, nope, I hear this. Nope, I hear this. Yeah, and I was reply I back. I was, really... like, I was just like, God damn, dude. He goes, hey, I'm not knocking on it. It's a good song. Everything good pulls from inspiration. It's like, I'm, I know you're not shitting on it, but the fact you're able to call it that fucking quick was impressive. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like, I, three. <laughs> yes, because it's like, I was listening to it, and that's what made me think to send it to him. 
So it's like I sent it to him midway through me listening to it. And then it's like after I sent it to him, it was about over. I was like, I want to listen to it one more time. So it's like by the time that song almost wrapped up, he had sent me all of those. So I'm just like, he didn't even listen to it all the way through and he nailed all three of these. What the fuck? I just love that he threw Ween in. I was actually I shocked to hear that. I was like, what the fuck? I think okay. That's their Thin Lizzy song, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Ween. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll do the same shit. Like, if somebody's like playing like an original song or like this uh, happened the other day during a Revelry Soul practice where we start playing like a bump, 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 bump kind of riff and I start singing, she's some kind of wonderful. Oh, <laughs> like, oh god damn it. <laughs> I've got, I listened to two much fucking music <laughs> that's what, yeah especially with like that dumb uh, music nerd brain and shit you just find all that shit everywhere you, you hear the same riff again and it's mm-hmm. like oh it's this song no it's not no it's not <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which revelry soul has a, has a show in charlotte finally at evening muse on yes. august 13th and it might be covered by stiff media yeah, yeah. so we'd like uh, all the charlotte listeners to come hang out for that show Pack for it sure out. make them look good for the video yeah it's the evening on. muse it'll look good that's right that's right and quinn welcome to the network and thank Good you for coming on the show and introducing y'all's new sh- uh, little side podcast thing. It's going to be fun. You just got to do it regularly. So when my producer brain's going to come out. So <laughs> it's like, don't be teasing these motherfuckers and only give them five episodes. <laughs> y'all got to roll this. No, you guys got the good. You guys got a good setup here. I, I think I'm going to like this. Hell yeah, man. Well, I guess on that note, Chris, executive producer, Chris, bandana, Chris, don't do more, uh, yeah. more so for Jones, more so for Jones, radio, Chris. Thank you for joining us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what you need? You need the transatlantic accent. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just, hold, just hold my tongue while I talk. <laughs> and Cap, do you have a fucking outro for us? No, the fuck if, you don't. If you come up on an intersection, and even if somebody <laughs> lets you turn, that does not mean you have the fucking right-of-way. That's Holy all I have to say. I, I have run into that quite often here lately. Yeah, that happened to me the other day.
I, I have an issue with Nissan drivers. It's always been Nissan drivers. Is really? It, is it, was, has it been Nissan drivers for you? <sighs> My brother's a Nissan driver, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that way for years. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash somethinggoodnetwork.